to the shadow net everyone i'm phil aka zeroth maxima threat level alpha we're gonna have a holly jolly jingling of some swears going on my extra special guest today you know him from his ceaseless holiday cheer you know him from giving gifts to all the nice boys and girls it's Eric Heelback, White Blade, welcome back to the show. Hello, I am. I actually did some baking literally today. Uh, speed run, I understand. I, uh, I made the dough. I mean, I'll probably make the ginger snaps after this recording. Sounds great. Sounds great. Bonus guest this week. Hmm, fuck, I didn't prepare anything here. What's something Christmassy? Throw some Christmassy ideas at me. Uh, Yorkshire pudding is 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 a Christmas is a British Christmas food. <clears throat> York, York, Yorkshire pudding, Yorkshire. Yeah. Not sure. Uh, is <laughs> I, I would say it's, it's a Sunday food rather than a Christmas food. Plum put. What's a Chris? What's a, a quintessential a British plum Christmas pudding? food? Plum pudding. Plum, plum pudding. Okay. Um, how about uh, mince pies? Is that mince general? Pies? Okay, I guess I, I can work with by that. The, I can work. I guess with that. this is fried, also known as Ed. By We've the way. used that at least twice. <laughs> uh, okay. Bonus guest this week. The Wait, what was it? A plum what? Plum pudding. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I Bo- really hope you keep this in, by the way. Yeah, this is all going in. Bonus guest this week, the plum pudding of our hearts, the mince pie of our soul. It's Ed. He's back. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, this is great to have you back. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling quite festive already, I have to say, with a week to go. Do you have Christmas service right now? At, at the moment, no. No, mm. Recording a pod, Fair. but from tomorrow, I think we're in full Christmas service mode for the next week. It's a pretty busy time of the year for you, I'm guessing. Sounds stressful. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, I, it's not, not so much this year, but uh, yeah, yeah, generally. Yeah. When I used to work, uh, not like a sous chef, but like prep chef, basically, at the local zoo, and Christmas was always a crazy time for us because, like, the holidays is when a ton of events got booked and stuff like that. Mm. Is this is this not a massive reveal that? <laughs> Eric used to work as a chef. <laughs> he is known in some circles as the butcher. So I, I didn't know it was a sous chef kind of thing. I thought it was just chopping up meat. So like, I mean, like, I don't have the name for it. So like, basically, I, like, this is a long time ago, but the first job I ever had, I actually worked as a line cook. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was a summer contract job. And I wasn't really good at my job, but I wasn't a fuck up. So like that put me in the higher end of the <laughs> line cooks. <laughs> So they were like, hey, we want to take you on as a dishwasher for the holidays because, like, there's a lot of work. And so I did dishwashing for November. And then when December came, they were like, we need someone to basically come in at, like, you know, 1 p.m. or the or the or uh, just in the afternoon and, like, basically, like, chop vegetables and, like, make some sauce. Like, you know, like, basic, like, prep stuff because, like, the people who are actual chefs are going to come in and do the cooking. So I would usually, like, I would work, like, an eight or nine hour shift. I would start at one or two in the afternoon. I'd do a bunch of prep work, and then I would be a dishwasher for the actual event. Underwater porcelain technician. Underwater porcelain technician. I'm working, that was one of the, 
I mean, I think it's funny that job, like, because, you know, I, I come from, like, a white, middle-class, like, privileged background, essentially. That was one of the jobs that gave me a very big appreciation and helped me build class consciousness. Because it's like, being a dishwasher is fucking tough. It's actually, like, hard work. <laughs> uh, it and sucks. working, yeah. Yeah, it sucks, and it's hard work, and it's, like, working in a kitchen is a high-stress environment already. And so, like, if you fucking don't do your job as a dishwasher and, like, the the kitchen doesn't have dishes to ha- fucking plate, people are going to be pissed. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of work as a prep chef slash dishwasher. Cool. Shout-outs to the Winnipeg Zoo. Cool polar yeah. bears out there. Yeah, they are cool. So, Ed did a very wonderful thing this week for me. As we recall, our last Christmas episode, you divulged your crippling addiction to Coca-Cola. I think yeah. I think yeah. Ed realized the injustice here that I led a healthy lifestyle and sought to correct this imbalance. Ed, can you can you explain to me what you've done? Yeah, so I think this came up. We had a conversation three of us uh, a while back about crisp flavors or chip flavors. Oh and yeah, the, yeah. The Canadian everything chip or all dressed, all dressed, all dressed. <laughs> Every, but I like everything chip. That's also pretty good as a name for it. Can you can you explain uh, just briefly the flavor okay. combination on them? I've never yeah. had I've never had all dressed chips. But <laughs> thank you for explaining what they are. Then go ahead. It's, no, no, no. It's just like a chip that has all the flavors. So like sour, it's like sour cream and onion plus like ketchup plus, plus ketchup's in there. Ketchup chips pepper. is a Canadian thing, right? I think. Do you have ketchup chips, Ed? Yeah, ketchup chips we have, but it's seasonal, seasonal ketchup chips. Oh, interesting. Seasonal? What's the season? <laughs> it's like a McRib, isn't it? You know, like it's... Uh, no, it's not like a McRib. What, what depending season? on the economic climate. Oh, so it's like when there's a lot of extra ketchup around, they're like, well, I guess we might as well make some ketchup chips. Sounds right. Because that's what happens with the McRib. The McRib is basically that's just right. like, we got a fucking ton of pork around, like, it's let's make a wild. pork thing. So, so, to continue the story. Phil very kindly said that he'd send me a box of these chips to try. And I, I thought I should return the favour. So I've sent a rather large hamper, shall we say, of, of uh, UK goods. It was a 15-pound box of snacks. <laughs> it was absurd. <laughs> Incredibly generous of you, Ed. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think the highlight in there is probably the iron brew. Yes. <laughs> Yet to crack what? into that. Oh, I've been looking forward to drinking some, some iron brew. You gotta take some pictures for me, uh... Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there sure, was a few yeah. things that we do have here, like a lot of chocolate bars, like Mars and Snickers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Widely available here. One thing Smarties. I liked was, like... Smarties the... is a UK thing, right? Smarties? Smarties is a Canadian thing. Like, you yeah, can't get we Smarties have them in the here. United States. But you the... can't get them in the US. No, which is confusing. The ketchup chips, too. I thought that was yeah. just a Canadian thing. I didn't know they had them in the UK. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a common, commonwealth thing, probably. But... Uh, yeah, you have to take some pictures of that and send them to me. I'm curious as to what you got sent. When I was in the UK, I loved eating. I ate a lot of snack food there because I was too broke to eat in restaurants. What was your What was your favorite, Eric? What was your favorite? Thing oh, you wait, the wafer game. They there's like I forget what it was. There was like this like sort of like not a supermarket. It was like a convenience store, but it was like a, a brand convenience store. Okay, it, uh-huh. it had like a blue. It had like a blue logo. Like McCall's mm. or Spa or. 
Yeah, I don't know exactly. But I, I remember that it basically was like a small convenience store, but it was like a brand. And they just sold wafers. So I would just eat wafers for like dinner and breakfast. Their wafers are way better than our wafers. Oh, like it's insane, actually. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it was, it was actually insane how better the, much better the wafers were. Don't eat a wafer-only diet. After two days of doing this, I like had to take a day off because I fucking ate myself sick on wafers. But that's a separate part of the story. Look, I feel like ass today. Thanks to Xbox, but oh man, <laughs> delicious stuff in there. Have you sent the chips yet, Phil? Yes, they are on their way. I uh, didn't. Uh, I didn't spring for overnight shipping like Ed did, but they're on. <laughs> they're on a boat somewhere, like awesome. FFG likes to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Ed. Did you get them yet? I haven't got them yet, no. But I'm, I'm sure they'll arrive. Oh, a little spoiler for you. I include another Canadian delicacy. I hope you don't have there maple leaf cookies. Oh, no, I've never heard of those. What the okay. fuck's a maple leaf cookie? Okay, obviously, Eric has never eaten a food. They're a little cookie shaped like a maple leaf, and it's like an Oreo where there's two, but instead of a normal... Holy shit, I've never seen these before. Oreo filling, it's like a maple syrup filling. Oh, I think I've heard of these. I've never... Is uh, is this an Alberta thing, or is this a Canada thing? No, this is a Canadian. It's maple syrup, so it's definitely not Albertan. <laughs> That's fair. It, what, if the, the Albertan cookie would be sandwiched between, like, oil or something? No, it, yeah, it'd just be, like, a piece of jerky dipped in oil. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so we all made cakes. We set up a Christmas competition. Okay, if you're listening to this and you have no idea what's happening, go listen to episode one. And it might make a bit more sense. Maybe not 100%. I don't, wait a second, wait a second. I don't think the first Christmas baking episode is labeled episode one. I think it's, like, episode 12. It's it's like episode 12, Christmas baking episode the first. We have a very poor handle on the Shadownet cinematic universe. We'll put it that way. I think it's just a lot of like deep lore for the real fans to. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, like, why did episode fans. 10 come out a month after episode 11? Ah, I don't know. There's reasons. Do you think we'll be finding unofficial listening order guides on the internet down the line? You know, <laughs> I would hope like, so. This and is like, this is like the fan cut. <laughs> Yeah. Listening orders, yeah. Unofficial fan compilations, problem, all that stuff. The problem with the podcast, in some sense, is that like all of our topics is basically covering like current tournament and Netrunner news, so it all ages very poorly. <laughs> you gotta get this podcast while it's hot, that's all I gotta say. I don't know. Okay. I, I think, you know, it might uh, it might ferment weird and come back up at some point, it'll be good. You're right. Yeah. Christmas baking, let's get down to it. I'll start with me. I'll start with me, because I'm fucking driving here. Okay. Take a look at this fucking beauty I made. <laughs> I don't, okay, so the list is crazy, but I'm looking at the Immigrant album, and the first thing I just see is a fucking edit of the Magnum Opus Slaver text. Yeah. Do you want to read it And that's, the great work was completed on a rainy Thursday afternoon. There were no seismic shifts, no solar flares, no sign from the earth or heavens that the world had changed. But upstock in Highland, on a single... Cybsoft manufactured data core, the flickering data quantums on an account began to fill with cake. Real, honest to goodness, UN certified cake. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Holy fuck! Phil! Whoa, what? This is amazing. Oh, thank you! Holy shit! So, okay, expl- so <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have links to this in the yeah people will see this is a special episode where you need to use your eyes as well as your ears to okay so, to fully enjoy so we're gonna I'm gonna just I'm not gonna do a visual description we're gonna assume that people can yeah basically it's a it's a cake with a magnum opus candy cane on top if you're seeing that you're looking at the right one that's what I made 
Oh, the fucking and it's mem chips. Mem chips on the, on the bottom. Little oh. uh, PCB traces. So, so the story I tried to craft and sell to the judges was because the question was, how would a faction celebrate Christmas? For me, the quintessential shaperness is Big Rig. Yeah, that makes sense. So what I wrote in here is, you know, you build the biggest rig you can. You fill it with mem chips on the bottom. You create some daemon trees instead of Christmas trees. And then you invite all your shaper friends over to install all their programs on it. This is great. So exp- so you. here's something. I, no, this is beautiful. So explain to me. This is so, what is the Magnum Opus symbol? Which so, is an, which is, do you know what this symbol actually is? It is a, it's an old-timey alchemical symbol called yeah, the squared circle, which is funny because I think that's a wrestling thing now. It's for the um, Philosopher's Stone. Oh, okay. That, so, like, uh, this was supposed to be, like, this is why Magnum Opus is like you're, you're turning, you know, something into gold, which is credits. This, right. this is the alchemical transmutation symbol for the Philosopher's Stone, basically, the idea that you could turn lead into gold. And now um, it's turning podcasts into cake. How did you make it? So, like, what is this made out of? God, oh my, let me take you, I made some notes about what, what went wrong here, one second. <laughs> I'm excited to tell you. Because this was this a while ago. I, got... I think I had baked it by the time we recorded the last one. Literally everything that could go wrong went wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. So first off, it's an Earl Grey cake. So it's like I put a bunch of tea and some milk, let that steep and boil for a little bit. Made a nice cake out of that. I'd gone down to my parents' house because they have a way nicer kitchen. They have an actual, like, mixer, whereas I do not. I just use a lot of arm strength to do everything, which takes way too fucking long. So anyways, I get there. I start making everything. The recipe I'm following says two nine-inch cake pans. They didn't have that. (laughs) They didn't have that. (laughs) They only had a 12-inch. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just fill this, cook it a little longer. Recipe said a half hour. I was like, oh, 40 minutes should be good. I'll I'll check into it. Okay. Anyways, I put it in. Stuff happens. I have a toddler. I'm, like, in the bathroom trying to convince this kid to, like, poop in the potty, not outside of it, not pee on the walls, doing dad stuff, and the thing goes off. And I just yelled at my wife, like, go check the cake, go put a, a Q-tip in, not a Q-tip, what the uh, fuck? A toothpick. A, a toothpick in it, check if it's done. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. She takes it out, you know, we let it cool for like a couple hours before I cut it into smaller shapes. I go to cut into this thing, and the middle is absolutely raw. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. So I put it back in, it recooks, it, it was fine. Texture is probably fucked up compared to what it was supposed to be but luckily for me the judges didn't taste it so yeah 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 and what do you think i i think it looks great i like the uh the blackberry compote thank you particularly delicious actually it was very good the buttercream was fucking impossible i tried to make italian buttercream where you like whip up eggs and then fold the buttercream into it that just Mm -hmm. became a mess took forever the sugar work on this fucking candy cane oh my god i just did you burn your fingers (laughs) Yes, that, and it just kept making more. It was like the Magnum Opus. It just kept making more candy. I was like, I'll make a half recipe. It'll probably be enough. There was so much. There was so freaking much. It was impossible to deal with. Also, I think I fucked it up because it wasn't actually like 100% solid. Like you see the bottom's a little flat. 
At some point, it was a circle, but it was, like, slowly crushing it on itself. I <laughs> <And> it's weight? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was snapping pictures of this cake and, like, trying to get it. And it was just, like, slowly falling over. There's a couple pictures where it's at, like, 30 degrees off the base. Ugh. Anyways. This is good. All so this to say... To can you explain to me what you mean by sugar work? So, so the Magnum Opus symbol. Yeah. Explain to me exactly how you made it. So it's made out of it says it says here it's made out of candy cane. Yeah. So it's basically just just sugar that you put a little water in, a little I think corn syrup, and you boil it up until it goes to the what they call the hardball stage, which is just the a certain amount of sugar content in this mix you have. And when it solidifies, it's supposed to become hard like a candy cane. And you could put peppermint flavor. I put almond in the mm-hmm. green one, I think, and vanilla in the white one. And then I tried to twirl them, which kind of worked. So how many layers is this cake? Wait a second. So I, I cut the 12 inch into two smaller six inch circles. Uh, and I cut okay. those in half. So it's like, okay. it's like four, four layers four of layers. a six inch cake. Yeah. So it's not Okay, because like I'm looking at this one away. Because I, I ended up doing a two layer cake. We can get to that. But I'm curious. Like... I think it looks. I think it looks wonderful. I'm so glad you like it, Ed. A professional opinion, please. I would serve it. I would. I would serve it. No way. At the bowwood. I would definitely eat it. Yeah. Do you guys no, want to? Do you guys want to listen to what my mom has to say about this? Uh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, okay, put a link in. Let's all let's all follow along. Okay, when do we we all want to press play at the same time? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Count us down, Eric. Three. Two, one, go. I just need to talk to you about Oh boy, no, in Oh, it was delicious. It was so good. That buttercream makes it all good. And that, that compote, that middle compote really adds a lot of taste and color. I love the color mix. I love the taste of the tea. Like you can really taste the tea in the cake. Um, and the gingerbread were delicious too. Uh, the decoration is very interesting. Like you had to explain what it was, but it really makes sense once you know <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> and there's a lot of work in that cake because it's a layer cake and uh, there's buttercream frosting in between the layers and the, the, the nice blackberry compote. So overall, it makes a delicious cake and very nice presentation too. And I'm not at all biased. Oh, thank you. What did you think of the the candy on top? The candy oh yeah, that's true. Magnum the candy, I, yeah, the candy was good too. I didn't taste much of that almond though. Oh yeah, it's just, it was almond just not, and vanilla. Yeah, uh, no, it didn't. It was sugary, uh, yeah. but I. The, the taste of almond and vanilla didn't come out as much as the all of the other flavors. And the combination of flavor was great, too. It's okay. very nice. Okay. I, really, well, I want it once again. Uh, no. No? no. Next time you make it. Okay. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Mom. That was that. amazing. Yeah. I love how when she slipped from the... When she switched from the French... To the English, her English accent sounded very Canadian. Like, <laughs> really, <laughs> really unusual. I actually oh. think she sound she has a very actually. I think she has a French Canadian accent too. I guess sure. maybe the people who aren't Canadian, it would just sound Canadian. But to me, it's very French Canadian, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. It just sounds like them. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's from Quebec. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so that's my cake. Yeah, I'm glad you guys thought it was good. 
Awesome. I'm just grabbing the link to my cake. Yeah, let's look at Eric's next here. Okay. Walk us through this. So basically, I picked the Anarch faction, and my belief was that Anarchs would be like, fuck Christmas, it's a corporate holiday, I'm not going to celebrate your corporate bullshit. So I knew from the beginning I wanted to do a smashed Christmas tree. Mm. And then I had the idea of like, well, we can do a hammer because it's like Ed Kim and stuff like that. And then what happened was, in typical Eric fashion, I was like, I had this idea. I knew I was going to do it. And then I didn't do anything for like three weeks. And then then on Saturday, I was like, oh, I really got to get doing this. So I ended up baking this cake basically over four days. It was a lot of different components. It was a lot of different recipes. And it was a lot of different techniques, stuff I hadn't done before most of the cookies i've made in my life were actually just like basically drop cookies because like it's easy to make so i never rolled out and like actually done like a cookie cutter thing yeah for example so all the elements of the cake so the the anarch cookies are just sugar cookies painted with the anarch faction logo you hand painted Uh, all of them yeah we did about 20 the thing my my mom helped me with a small bit of it she helped me with assembly and she helped me with getting recipes but all of like the baking and all of like that part was all my like me so it's 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 sugar cookies and then the christmas tree is made out of gingerbread and it's all piped and then you have gummy worm parasites and the hammer is made out of rice krispies and then basically covered in chocolate and it's embedded in the cake yeah that is so Uh, cool how there's like a little bit of the cake coming out what kind of cake it is it is a uh it's a vanilla sheet cake okay and it's got buttercream icing on it but dyed anarch yeah so yeah yeah so i think if you go through the pictures there's a picture where it's you have like a cutaway of it at at the end it's like a bright anarch orange on the inside yeah uh which surprised me so like making the cake was actually not that difficult it was basically saturday i made both of the doughs for the cookies and then sunday i actually made the cookies making the gingerbread wasn't that hard for the tree what we did was i just basically found an outline of a gingerbread tree online it's essentially like two trees I took the gingerbread, I cut out the template out of paper, overlaid it over the gingerbread, and I just like cut it out of the gingerbread and then baked it like that. And so it's actually two separate pieces like that interlock, basically. And then once they interlocked, I glued them together with um, it's like basically like a type of icing sugar. Yeah. They're using like gingerbread houses. And I just piped it all on with uh, like uh, icing. The cake itself was not hard to make. I've actually made a cake similar to this before. I ran into some problems. The first was <laughs> I put it into the pan. I put it in the oven for 20 seconds, and then I realized I forgot to dye it orange. <laughs> so I, I had to scoop it out of the pan and dye it orange. The problem I ran into was that I had too much... My my cakes rose too much. In the middle there, right? Yeah, the middle rose too much. So the problem is, like, if you look at the end especially, it's got... Uh, it was hard to ice in some sense because the icing went to the outers because you need, I need to, like, bring the cake up. And if you look at the inside, there's actually not a lot of icing there because it's like mm. there's not a lot of gap between where the two cakes got put on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hammer was so fucking hard. Holy shit. Is that there Rice was... Krispies? Okay, so what, here's what we did. It, there's a small frame underneath made out of Lego. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, like, the problem with making it out, uh, just making it out of food was I was worried it wasn't going to hold its shape. I right? guess. So it's, this, it's Lego, and then the Lego's wrapped in tin foil. And when I made the Rice Krispie squares, I took some of the marshmallow goop before I put it with the Rice Krispies in, and I spread it over the the tinfoil hammer to make like act as a glue. Right, right. 
Then I basically like stirred up the Rice Krispies in with the marshmallows. And then before I put it into the pan, into like the glass pan to cool, I basically would take some with, I covered my hands in butter so it wouldn't stick. And I just molded it around the hammer. Okay. Yeah. So that was part one. Then the next day I melted chocolate. I melted dark chocolate. And then, so the problem was, uh, we did, I couldn't find like just pure white chocolate. I could only find white chocolate chips. So the plan was to, like, I wanted the head and the hammer to be different colors, but it didn't turn out. Mm. The the head is dark chocolate. The handle is supposed to be lighter. but well, you I you kind of see it, yeah. Yeah, I tried to do, like, I tried to sort of, like, basically, like, melt white chocolate chips in with the dark chocolate to, like, lighten it. And it kind of worked, but didn't work as much as I wanted to. I think, in retrospect, I would have made the handle longer. But the tough thing was, like, it's basically, like, I did try a run where it was just Rice Krispies trying to make the handle, and it basically didn't work. And I would have, I should have used, what I should have used is like fondant, like modeling chocolate or something mm. like that, or fondant, but like I just felt that I did not have enough baking experience to be like, I'm going to fucking use fondant here. Yeah. So I think I'm happy, actually quite happy with how it turned out. I think if I had to do it again, I would spend more time on the hammer. Uh, because it, I think it ends up looking too blocky. And the way, the other problem with melted chocolate is the way we, I put the chocolate on the hammer was essentially dripping it over it and like letting it cool in certain parts. But the problem was that meant that Not distributed unevenly. Yeah, so, so it ended up being sort of lumpy in places, yeah. which I think was like a, a downside. But I mean, like also, I just, I'm just sort of glad it came together. It was a lot of work. And I think the tree actually looks pretty good too. I love the tree. I love the, the story with the hammer knocking down the tree, then sticking a bunch of little parasite worms on it. It's mm-hmm. great. Ed, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, the tree's a highlight for me. Real nice attention to detail. I like the fact that it's like a three-dimensional tree. Like, oh, it reminds me of like a pop-up book, you know, mm. like you get Christmas mm. pop-up book. I think there's a very interesting thing going on here with the biscuits on the outside in in your bake, Phil, and and in Eric's as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's funny that we ended up in the same place on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know; yeah. it wasn't planned that way. It just kind of ended up that way. I, I don't think I've ever made a cake that's got biscuits around the outside, and I've just seen two in a row. <laughs> the anarch symbols, I think, quite expertly painted as well. They look um, really good. Yeah, it took like, so long to do that. Yeah. <laughs> The other problem was like a lot of the cookies didn't come out circular. I mean, the the it's it just happened that the recipe I made made like sixty sugar cookies. A lot of sugar cookies got eaten that did not make it to the final cake. We'll put it that way. It's the problem um, with cookies. They're they're young. yeah. But I think the painting turned out well. I mean, like basically all we did, all I did for that was I just had like orange food dye. Like I had red and yellow food dye, which I mixed to make orange. And I bought like a new paintbrush and I just painted it on. And it actually, I'm surprised at actually how well it held up. Threat level alpha warning. Yeah. Would you say the hammer looks quite phallic? Uh, it didn't strike me as phallic off the bat, but now that you mention it. Like the head of the hammer is like the balls. Yeah, I, I think it shows quite a lot of power. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very masculine cake. For sure. It's a very masculine cake, yeah. Uh, do you use a lot of Lego in your kitchen? It's not an ingredient I've used before. That doesn't mean to say I won't use it in the future. Okay. Oh, I think... Okay, this is also... This is something I'm curious about because I didn't really want to ask about it until I was done mm. um, because like, I didn't want to spoil it. If you had had to make it like a hammer out of food, how would you have done yeah. it, Ed? R- Rice Krispie Blocks was a really good shout. Actually, they're great for modeling. Um, mm-hmm. The problem I had with I tried doing a demo version that was just that didn't have like a frame. It was just Rice Krispies. Yeah, 
and I felt like it wasn't it, like it fell apart. Yeah. So a, a lot of like that sort of cake building, uh, we use pens and stuff. So you, you sort of oh, make it like a wooden spear or a, or an actual pen or a needle, mm-hmm. stick it through and hold the bits together like that. And um, when you so you pull it out, wedding cakes are super dangerous. You know that thing where like the say the bride slams the groom's face into the cake. Yeah. I would one hundred percent not recommend that. It's extremely dangerous. Uh, people can lose an eye. <laughs> yeah, full of spikes. Um, no, I, 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 the hammer was fun to make, but it was definitely. I'd like to take another go at it. The only thing I'm the, actually the thing I'm happy with the hammer is I think when the, the hammer actually looks pretty half decent, like slammed into the cake with like bits of orange up around it and stuff like yeah, that. I think that's pretty cool. I A really good action shot. Yeah. 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 Ed, would you like to show your cake? Ed, no. I before we see Ed's cake. How you feeling, Ed? Are you like, oh, these these suckers are done, or are you like, oh shit, I got some serious competition here? I, I think we're not far apart, to be honest. Wow. So, oh. His little spoiler. I absolutely hate making cakes. Um, I've, got, I've got zero attention span, so any idea of decorating stuff. Oh wait, wait, wait! Craft it, and I wander off. Eric, uh, Eric, can we hear your brother comment on your cake before we go? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I have the uh, I have the audio here. One second. Okay, introducing uh, my brother Hayden. You used to play Netrunner, right? Yeah, I used to play back when the game was good and you could play uh, Gagarin, but (laughs) not really worth it anymore. So I kind of dropped out. I think you know most of the judges actually because you've met. Lori, who at Canadian Nationals last year. I don't know if you actually met him, but he was at Canadian Nationals last year. And then, do you remember Jesse from the Minneapolis trip? Did he have long hair? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy... Did, were you at Arby's with us when we went to Arby's? I don't scammed, think so. He's the guy I scammed the meal out of at Arby's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Was he at Canadian Nationals? No, he was at... I think he, the, the event he came out for was the Minneapolis one. Gotcha. And then the other, the third judge, you don't know me, but uh, it's Chris Dyer, who was the... 2016 world, world champion. champion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is Anarch your favorite faction? Yes. Why? Because you have I've had worse and Parasite. There um, are parasites on the cake. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. There's little green worms. Yeah. What did you think of the cake? It was pretty good. Way better than a green or blue cake. I'll tell you that. <laughs> was there anything that surprised you about it? Because I've been building it for the last couple of days. I didn't see the hammer until the very end. I thought the hammer was pretty dope. Yeah, and I was actually, the thing that surprised me about it actually was just how orange it came out. Yeah. Because the inside's actually like pretty... Bright orange. It's like Anarch orange. Yeah, yeah, Like a light, lighter orange, too. It's yeah. kind of nice. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you enjoyed the cake. Are you going to have another piece later? Of course. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, thanks a bunch for coming on here. But See ya. Solid. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like you were feeding him lines there. In typical Eric fashion, we ended up talking about everything that wasn't the thing we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> did he have a script? Did you? No, did we did you? not have a script. I think he was tired. It was recorded at like on Wednesday night at like eight p.m. Yeah, awesome, excellent. Uh, so we have no idea what it tastes like, but it tastes good. That's fine. It actually was quite good. So like, it was actually I actually thought it was. It turned out quite good. I mean, I really liked buttercream icing, mm. and it was just like it was actually quite delicious. But you know. Yeah. They didn't have to. They didn't get to taste it. Did you, did you enjoy the experience of baking? I think, like, I liked it a lot. It was really satisfying 
at the end to be like, I have this thing that I worked like because I've been planning it. Like it's you know you have a plan. It, it felt good to come fall through. There were a couple moments in there when I really was like, this is super fucking tough, and I regret doing this baking competition. Same. <laughs> a couple end, once it was done, I was like, I felt such relief. Because I spent two days on mine, not two full days, but like off and on. And I was like, oh, this is just taking the entire weekend. <laughs> this is, it was definitely like, this is a fucking, like, there was definitely like a moment or two where I was like, I don't know if this is going to turn out. Like, and I think this is just like going to be fucking, this is fucking frustrating. But in the end, I'm glad we did it. I think it turned out really well. And I'm proud of what I ended up with. Awesome. You should be. Ed. Yeah. Whisk us so away. I- I don't know if you remember, I uh, I got decklist of the week, the week of worlds. Yes. Um, I'm going for a second decklist of the week here. I'm going to just quickly post the decklist. Fantastic in. combo, pairing your cake with a deck. It's a big flex, I like it. Yeah. I, I, I think going for Christmas number one is quite important in the UK. Um, oh, I respect, yes. I, respect the, I respect the MT pick, I respect it. Yeah. Uh, undefeated on JNet, obviously. Undefeated on Jaina, obviously. Obviously. Like always. Yeah, and here's the decklist write-up. I'll, I'll read the write-up for us. If lockdown has kept you from your chums, why not join us this holiday season at Jinteki HQ? Where we've done more than add just a dash of vanilla to our baking, we've farmed our own honey and added a little ginger spice to our cake, sandwiched with layers of matcha green tea for the true taste of the land of the rising sun. You won't need a house of knives to get through the delicate pine-infused sugar snowflake dusting and finished with all the trees your heart could dream of. One might go so far as to call it a mille coupe mille feuilles. Ooh. I have no idea what that means. Oh, I Thousand know. Mille feuilles. Oh, yeah. nice, 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 nice. Respect. Make sure you've left enough daruma. Sorry. <laughs> For our signature <laughs> JFT tofu, spicier than rebirth and apex, and truly an improved protein source if you're feeling empty. Empty? Empty. Empty. Oh, oh, so smart. <laughs> and if you need a little more than just hitting F5 when your servers are down, why not head down to the brewery for a boozy Midori splice cocktail? Who knew Yomi could be so yummy? God, you're so good, It's so Ed. good. It's so fucking good. This is a first place right if I've ever seen Yeah, them. I haven't even seen the cake, and oh my god. Anyways. See the cake? I, I want to see the cake now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. It's such a fucking ruse. Oh, it was, it's close to you guys. It's close. I've just made a paired <laughs> cocktail and a paired deck list. Ooh. Holy fuck. God damn. What the fuck? I've it's never so seen much. cookies around a cake. What the fuck? <laughs> it's closer to you guys. Quote. What the fuck, Ed? This, is this a- looks so good. It's so good. Look at the little lotus fields. Oh, my God. Holy shit, Ed. What is the Japanese Look at the layering. Look at the fucking layering in this cake. Have you gotten to that picture yet? Look at how look yeah. at the fucking layers. Yeah. Well, as as it was explaining, it's a thousand layers. Is this one of yeah. those cakes where it's a bunch of crepes with like filling in the middle? Yeah. No. So it's a it's a actually Russian a Russian cake. It's got a honey Russian cake or Russian honey cake. Okay. Um. So it's a honey and ginger layer cake with oh, matching ginger buttercream, oh, matching green tea biscuits, jasmine roses, finished with the ginger star, also known as a zimtsan. 
pine sugar dusting, and a message to the guests in Japanese. Ed, this cake is fucking nuts. What the fuck? This, this is beautiful. In front of the Christmas tree? Oh my god. Holy shit. If this doesn't get first place, I don't know what the fuck the judges would think. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> if, uh, this is so... Did okay, your cat have, to... have a little nibble? Or that's just uh, that's just extra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat, the cat was allowed to eat some cake before we were. Oh, that's so that's, nice. That's the order I... of priority in the house. Can I ask you some questions about how you made this cake? Yeah, please. So the star on top. Yeah. Is that made out of the cake as well, or is it made out of something else? No, that's that's completely different. That's a Zimstern, so it's a traditional uh, German Christmas biscuit. Oh, wow. Um, how did you pipe the flowers? With very <laughs> special piping nozzles that make it extremely easy to pipe flowers. Oh. If I'm is that st- stolen from your work? It's stolen from Justine, who's uh, a far better cake maker than me. Um, yeah, no, she's got a range of flower nozzles, so she can do lilies and roses and poppies and all sorts of that. It's, wow. it's very incredible. Yeah. What, what how, does how the Japanese how... character mean on top? While we're what on do you top? think it might mean if you is had to have Is it Christmas? Is it it's not Christmas. like you are already dead? Like here's your last cake, sucker, before Jinteki kills you? It's close to that, but a little bit simpler. It's snare. snare oh, it's snare! Nice. <laughs> Ed, this is beautiful. Be honest with me. How difficult was making this cake? I think the hardest part was motivation, genuinely. Like, I made the layers for the cake, and then I knew I had to give them 24 hours to, to like, settle and dry out. Mm-hmm. I had it in my head what I wanted, and I knew the construction was going to be quite challenging, so I put it off for about a week and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I froze the, the layers of the cake. And then once I started, it was good fun, but yeah, I, I'm for sure. I'm not a massive fan of uh, of cake decorating. I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah, a little bit of ADHD. And um, yeah, I know for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I think this is. I think this is gorgeous. And a paired meal of a fried tofu is it? Yeah. So it's um it's some, it's the first time I've eaten tofu in my house. I've occasionally you know had a, a ramen or a, you know a miso soup or something that's had some tofu in. Yeah. But actually having a meal of tofu, it wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, I soak, soaked it in a chicken stock mm. um, yep. just to, to get the meatiness back in. But, I, you know, I pressed the tofu and everything like that. Uh, uh, do you know, if I had to eat tofu, I wouldn't suffer at all. <laughs> like, it, it was it was quite delicious, to be honest. How did the cake taste? Do you want to listen to the audio clip? Yes, yes. I would love to. Good evening from the UK. I'm joined this evening's Ed, by the way. Okay, Cookhead, okay, Fried Ed, okay. Sled, uh, aka Banana Man, joined today by none other than 2016 Imbibe Wine List Restaurant of the Year Wine List. Is that right? I guess so, yeah. Also known as <laughs> Justine, one of the finest palettes in the Southwest. Uh, her verdict is second to none. Justine, how does the cake look? The cake looks beautiful, I must say. Why? Why? What, why? I like Why? the intricacy of the multiple layers. Yeah. You take a slice out of it, it looks incredible. Yeah. Um, I like the detail. I mm-hmm. love the beautiful roses piped by yourself. Yes, exactly. I did that. Obviously stunning. I like the... I, I actually did pipe them. You did? That sounded very suspicious. I did pipe no, them. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> piped um, by yourself. Um, <laughs> I don't think people will believe can... that you piped them yourself because of how wonderful they are. I think expectations are mm. 
maybe too high. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? It's like the reverse of flying too close to the sun. Why? Expectations I feel, are too I, high. I, I, I think people have the opposite opinion of you than I do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. They think I'm good. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, can you confirm <laughs> mm-hmm. that there is no soggy butter bottom on this cake? <laughs> there is. There is no. Definitely no can soggy we... bottom. Let's scratch it. Yeah. Scratch it. Scratch it. Scratch it. Scratch yeah, that's a good idea. Right. Scratching. Sound. Good idea. Yeah. Justine. Yes. Have you ever eaten on mic before? <laughs> I they, don't the, think like, I have. Rule number one of audio recording is don't eat on mic. Okay. With that in mind, could you try some cake, please? I'm going to sound really weird. Ooh. All good. All good. Yeah. I like the I like the way that the buttercream oozes. Oozes, oozes, but it's not wet, is it? Oh no, not, not wet. Not, at all. not wet. Not wet. No. No. No, no definitely not wet. I'm going to try some as well. Good. Yes. Mm. That's really good actually. Well isn't that it? is that is delicious. <laughs> it's not too sweet. No. It's matchery. You can but taste the matcha, can't you? You can definitely taste the matcha. Can you taste taste the ginger? I was just gonna say City you can you can also taste some lovely festive spice flavours, I would say. Okay, can, mm. can't you? Mm, definitely, yes. yeah. Um, have you got anything else to add? Um, I'm just going to try a bit of this biscuit. Okay, that I made. That you made? Mm. Is the biscuit, the, the Christmas tree biscuit, also good? It is, it's very um, Matcha. zesty. Zesty, mm. a lime zesty. Coconut, lime. Oh, fantastic. A bit of matcha. That's quite nice as well, isn't it? Mm, it is a little mm. bit nice as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. You didn't like the cocktail, did you? Um, it was not to my taste, no. I did like the cocktail. You did like the I've cocktail. Drunk it. Yeah. You have. I it might make a... another one. I probably won't make another one. It was I quite don't... sickly. Yeah, it was quite cre- sickly if you drink a lot of cream. It, it was very creamy. I'm not mm. a huge cream fan. It was very sweet and creamy. Yeah. It was a bit like pina colada y. Yeah. And we had tofu for the first time, not in a broth, didn't we? Just it's now. The first time at home that we've yeah. had tofu. Crispy though. tofu. It was crispy. It was definitely crispy. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. The um, the coating, the batter, was delicious. Yeah. Tofu itself, not my cup of tea. Plain, isn't it? I definitely couldn't give up chicken for tofu. That would not be. Personally. Although, if I had to, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't suffer. Not if I had that beautiful coating like that. Coating was good. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Justine. Absolutely no problem um, at all, Edward. Obviously, I've been cooking, so you're sorting dinner. <laughs> that was great. Oh, yeah. Sounded like you, you both enjoyed it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no, we had a great time. That sounds like a hell of a cake. Dang. Oh, fuck, it's so good. So it lets you go vertical. Oh, the names on these pictures, even. Everything. Attention to detail and everything. Dang. Um, Phil. Yeah. Ed has obviously gotten first place. We'll put Ed in first. In our Ed's match. first. That's a fucking foregone conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think got? Who do you think got uh, second? I'm putting myself in second, Eric. I think you got second too, and here's why. I I don't know. Actually, it's tough because like there's a possibility where I don't think my cake's that great, but right. I think the expectations for me was so basement <laughs> low. Yes. But just because I've made like an average cake, they will be like You get uh, like a pity second place. Yeah, they'll be like, wow, you know, it's like when you're it's like you teaching a kid how to poop in the toilet. Yeah. It's like that's what they should be doing anyway. But you they did it because they've been like fucking pooping on the floor or whatever. That's what I did with my cake. <laughs> because it's in the toilet. Gold star for you. I think I think actually why your cake will get second is because my cake has more stuff 
on top that like looks nice. But I think you made a nicer like cake cake per se. What I just made sort of like a vanilla sheet cake. Right. It's a little fancier for sure. But yeah. again, the the theme of Anar kind of works against the fanciness. So I don't know if they took that into consideration. It was tough. I found it actually tough to think of like how would Anar celebrate Christmas. Yeah, because they probably wouldn't really. <laughs> yeah, like, so, yeah, it's like, I think I'm kind of happy with how I ended up. I think it was a good way to take the prompt, but it was definitely, like, difficult in some sense. I thought it was a really interesting challenge, guys. I'm really happy we did this. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um, I, I've got some notes. I've got some notes that I've taken. Um, I, I think Eric won on theme and, and sort of idea and inspiration. Yeah. And then maybe Phil might have won on cake. I, so, I can take it. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense to me, Phil. What about you? I, I, no, I think uh, Ed okay, is indisputably you, number then. one. No, like theme, cake, everything about it just fucking knocked out of the park. Are you even kidding me? Second. Oh, well, no, obviously Ed. Ed's talking about between you and me. Oh, oh, oh I thought he was trying to be no, humble, fucking, which I'm telling obviously, you. <laughs> obviously Ed's first in all categories. He's. I think what Ed is saying that I maybe did better in the theme category. Right. Like, yeah. and you did better in the uh, cake category. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I loved I loved how like the cake was spilling out of your cake where the hammer hits it, the whole theme on your cake. But I think mine is more like great you have finish a nicer break cake. off. Yeah. I yeah, mean, for sure. Like yeah, you have a you have a this is like the part where everyone at home looks at it and it's like this is so pretty and then they bite into my cake and they're like, Oh, it's a bit dry, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, the Oh, salt. that guy's fucked. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you know that guy's going home. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready to yeah, yeah. unveil the judges? Yes. Okay. I'm excited. I'm very excited. What format? I'm curious into what format they judged us. Like, did they just give us scores? Or? I, I don't know. I have an email from Lori Plant that says, Phil, don't read this until later. And what I can see is, Phil, don't read this until later. Then something, something. But first, okay, so- musical interlude from Labs and, oh, what the fuck's his name? Adam. Adam. El Zicho. El Zicho. Right. You know Fastro and food coats and glass shop and hot tubs. Rude deck and Cambridge and tightrope and near pad. But do you recall the most famous court deck of all? Mumbo, the iceless corp deck, had a very simple plan. And if you have no interaction, you are gonna say, oh man. All of the other corp decks used to laugh and call it names. They never let poor Spombo join in on their meta game. Then one sunny Colorado Eve Limes came to say, Spombo, you're so NPE, won't you come win world with me? Then all the players loathed it as they groaned regretfully. Spombo, the iceless corp deck, you'll go down in history. Okay, great song. Thank you, Labs. Have you, have, you, have you seen how sick Labs' songs have been? So over the good. Oh, jeez. Oh. Well, like, 
I think Adam's wife, I think, has to be a professional singer. Oh my, mm. all I want for Christmas is the moods. Oh, oh, just perfect. Mm. I believe she is. Yes, so good. I put it on my workout playlist because I ate like a bunch of, of a bunch of British cakes. What were those like little cherry cakes or something? Have you eaten the cherry bakewells? Yes, the bakewells. Look, Did I like had three of those yesterday. So I was like, I <laughs> Phil, there's too many. I realize this. Anyways, <laughs> I went outside to jog. I put on that all I want for Christmas is moons. I, I really good pace for jogging. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm clicking this email, guys. I'm clicking these emails. Yeah, read it live on air. Is there a sound version? There is a sound version. Should I send those to you? Play us cake third dot wav. Oh wow. They're very short audio files. I think it's just gonna be Laura being like, this is the cake that won. In third place, Eric. Hey! Yeah. All right. Who's got Lori? Who's second? Which means Phil is the first loser. Uh, I mean, second place. Yeah, second place. Ed. 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 Congratulations. Congratulations, Ed. Thank you. It, it was very kind of them to put me first. It would have been potentially an unlivedownable. Yeah. As a I was. <laughs> I'm so impressed by your cake. It looks amazing. Yeah. I have Thank to you. say the placings are fine. I think this was a really fun positive thing for us to all do. I had a lot of I had a lot of fun doing this, you know. It you was want fun me to, make to read cake. the judges notes so we can see what you thought. <laughs> I so love me, yeah, yeah. I would love you to read the judges notes. All right. All right. Here, here I go. Judgment notes. Eric, great synergy with the anarch ethos. Wild, bold and messy. Scary. The theme is great, and the sugar cookies are the best presented. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Good However, the icing is a bit messy, and the cake also has some air pockets. Uh, they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. While overall a tasty-sounding cake, it's not on the same level as the other two. Mm. Mm-hmm. Phil, the sugar work is to be applauded, as it is visually interesting. However, the rest of the exterior is a bit thick and rough. Yeah. The flavors are something all the judges agreed on being exceptionally good choices. The consistency is even and has a nice height to it. The compote is just slightly too runny for the judges' tastes, and you worry it would muddle the delicate flavors in the Earl Grey sponge. Still, oh, fuck, they were very fucking hardcore! Yeah! <laughs> Respect to fucking them, Jesus. Still, an excellent cake that any of the judges would be more than willing to eat. Ed. Ed's puns, deck list, tofu, and cocktails are all amazing, but all three judges agreed they earned him no extra points. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a cake competition. On visuals, the cake was the best on theme, capturing both the faction and flavor of the cake the best. The icing looked even and perfectly applied thickness. The cut slice is very balanced and the described flavors match very well with each other. The layers are extremely well defined and they contrast very well with each other. Judges voted and awarded three points to the first place vote, two points to the second place, and one point for third place. The final tally. Eric, four. Phil, six. Ed, eight. Oh, well, someone. Go. Someone did not put Ed in first. That's hilarious. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone must think, someone put me second and put you third, and someone put you first as well, Phil. Wow, there there must have been some freaking. Oh, that's the Canadian judge. One hundred percent, that was Lloyd. I I refuse to believe it was not the Canadian judge. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Oh, that uh, bends the brakes. That was fun. I think I think the judges were were kind of we guessed what the judges were going to say, which is what I was bigger on theme, but my cake wasn't very good, and they said the opposite for you, kind of <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah. That was a lovely experience. Those were really it, fun. That was a lot of fun. And the judges, we got to thank the judges, Chris Dyer, Laurie Plant, Jesse Vandover, all amazing judges. Thank you for volunteering your time. You know, we, I think we had some top class judges. Class acts, if you class will. Act. Class acts. Class acts. Drawing four cards. Do you think other members of the community would want to go through the same experience? Absolutely. I fucking... I think I mean we have the com- we have the community baking challenge. I'm hoping with this episode we get some more entries. We- I think people are working on them also. But it would- any- if you have anything sort of netrunner baking related, and you want to you know send it our way. We'll give it a we'll give it a hot take review. Hell yeah, we're judging this next round sometimes in January. So send them in, and yeah, next year we'll see if we can make this even bigger and better. Maybe I don't know. That was that was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Ed. No, no, no! Thanks for having me. It's been, uh, it's been wonderful. I feel like we missed something here. Did we? What are you missing? We missed going through this deck list. Oh, so oh the, the empty deck list. Right, this this deck's wild, by the way. Have you actually <laughs> played it on JNet? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Undefeated. Undefeated. What the fuck does the Midori do? What's the Midori do? What's per run the runner? Oh, this is like, I see, we're doubling down on our empty triggers. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. This was like one of the best Jinteki traps, I think, early in the game, where you just like run a central or something and you'd be credit perfect. And then Jinteki would like snap Midori, put like a big fuck off piece of ice in your face and you die. I I know I've been caught a couple of times, so great shout digging out this old card, pairing it with... What was it, like a melon wine? What is the Midori? So Midori's a melon flavor, and the Midori Splice is a real cocktail. Mm. And so Gene Splicer and Midori mm, is literally a cocktail. But Midori works really well with Ginger City Grid, because the cards, the ice that you still have in your hand before you install your ginger, yeah. you can get them out on the table. Oh, I see. Do you see? Yeah, three GF5s, two House of Knives, three improved protein sources. Good agenda selection. We got 15 traps. Good Jinteki. <laughs> One Daruma. Three Jinja City grades for that Jinja flavor. Two Midori. Three green level clearance. What does that represent? Uh, the green everything. The oh, cake was green. Oh. Yes. <laughs> ice wall for icing. Yeah, for the icing. Kakugo. It's more yummy. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Snowflake, Snowflake and vanilla, obviously. Vanilla, yeah. The Afsha is, Afsha is an interesting include. Yeah, because I start and I say, welcome to Jinteki HQ. Oh, yeah. I see, I see. Uh, chum in lockdown, obviously. Chums. And yeah, I, I love chum. Fantastic not, necklist. Yeah, that's a great job. This is a great job at yes. top to bottom. Loved it. Thank you. Is Thank chum you. insane and empty? No, it's not. Listen, okay, no, we can't talk about Aaron. Spoiler alert, Chum's a oh. terrible piece of ice. It's always been terrible. Bring it uh, back. I fucking love Chum. Bring it back. It's bad, though. It's bad. Play, put a playable card in Corset. Thank you. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Have a lot of time. Thank you both for coming on. Thank you for making this such a wonderful holiday bake-off. 
Mm-hmm. Have a good one. Have a good one. Goodbye. Did people ask you for the Snyder Cut? My, I had to look up what the Snyder Cut was. I didn't realize people cared about DC movies.